0: The Old Testament reading is from Jeremiah, the 20th chapter. O Lord, you have deceived me, and I was deceived. You are stronger than I, and you have prevailed. I have become a laughing stock all the day. Everyone mocks me. For whenever I speak, I cry out. I shout, violence and destruction. For the word of the Lord has become for me a reproach and derision all day long. If I say I will not mention him or speak any more in his name, There is, in my heart, as it were, a burning fire shut up in my bones, and I am weary with holding it in, and I cannot. For I hear many whispering, terrors on every side. Denounce him. Let us denounce him, say all my close friends, watching for my fall. Perhaps he will be deceived. Then we can overcome him and take our revenge on him. But the Lord is with me as a dread warrior. Therefore, my persecutors will stumble. They will not overcome me. They will be greatly shamed, for they will not succeed. Their eternal dishonor will never be forgotten. O Lord of hosts, who tests the righteous, who sees the heart and the mind, let me see your vengeance upon them, for to you I have committed my cause. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for he has delivered the life of the needy from the hand of the evildoers. This is the word of the Lord. The epistle is from Romans, the sixth chapter. Let not sin, therefore, reign in your mortal bodies to make you obey their passions. Do not present your members to sin as instruments for unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and your members to God as instruments for righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you since you are not under law, but under grace. What then? But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the fruit you get leads to sanctification and its end, eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God.
2: Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 10th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. These 12 Jesus sent out instructing them, Brother will deliver brother over to death, and the father his child, and children will rise against parents and have them put to death, and you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. When they persecute you, persecute you in one town, flee to the next. For truly I say to you, you will not have gone through all the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for the disciple to be like his teacher and the servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house uh, of <coughs> bub, how much more will they malign those of his household? So have no fear of them, for nothing is covered that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known. What I tell you in the dark, say in the light, and what you hear whispered, proclaim on the rooftops. And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? And not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. For even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore. You are of more value than many sparrows. So everyone who acknowledges me before men... I will also acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, o Christ.
1: So today we got to hear from the prophet Jeremiah. Isn't that exciting, right? One of the biggest books in the Old Testament. You know Isaiah, Jeremiah. You get a lot of prophetic word. And today we got to hear a little bit of that. And I know that all of you, your ears were just itching this morning when you came in, wanting to hear more of Jeremiah. Now, if we were really thinking about Jeremiah, we might realize that his life really was not working out like he expected it to. He had started really well for a prophet. He was born during the reign of one of Judah's good kings, that good king Josiah, and he came from a priestly family and probably began his work as a prophet at about 18 years old. Now that was unusually young because most men in Judah weren't even allowed to comment on the scriptures until they were 30. And so the Lord had given him, Jeremiah, incredible gifts. And God made Jeremiah tough. The Lord described him as a wall of bronze. And God spoke directly to him. He made Jeremiah wise and insightful and passionate. And guess what? All those good gifts of God made him very unpopular with the people of his day. Jeremiah's family, his friends, They abandoned him. He was alone in the world. His wisdom made it impossible for him to even enjoy simple amusements because he kept seeing the encroaching doom. You see, he lived in an evil time and in those last years of the kingdom of Judah. And what may have been worst of all is that in all that impending pain and sorrow, that it was totally avoidable. No one, though, would listen to him. The false prophets of that day assured the people that God was a supporter of their sin and that Jeremiah was just one of those bitter voices of contention. You see, the people had abandoned their Lord. They turned power and money and pleasure into their gods. And yet they still claim to know the true God, but they worship the false gods. And they demanded that the church and the prophet change God's word so that they could be declared righteous. Wow! Isn't that amazing? Can we see parallels to Jeremiah's time in ours? Where people are asking us to change God's word because it's not suitable for this day, that God's word is making us uncomfortable, so therefore we shouldn't use it, or even worse, we should blot it out and not say it at all, try to keep it in. In our reading for today, we heard God's word say, you deceived me and you overpowered me. Now, the Hebrew word in that ESV translation we used, that word deceived, might be better rendered as enticed. You enticed me. You overpowered me. It was as if Jeremiah was led into a trap. And for you and I as God's people, it's easy to feel that way, isn't it? Because this world in which we dwell does not know the true God. And for you and I, this world does not even love Jesus, and the respect for the Word of God has dropped precipitously in recent decades. You know, for you and I, it would be far easier to keep quiet, and, you know, to keep away from the scorn and the anger that often comes our way. Just here are a couple statistics by the Pew Research Center. In 2004, 60% of Americans polled said that they opposed homosexual marriage. In 2019, that same research company found 61% of Americans now say they support homosexual marriage. Do we see the flip-flop? The change that is stunning? We see all around us the people who are in their special interest groups and trying to demonize the church, trying to demonize us so that we might hide God's word away. You know, so many times the world wants to condemn Christians. The world wants us to believe that the Big Bang just happened and life started. That, you know, that there is a better place because God not God, but the human intellect and innovation will one day get us so that we can live a really long, long time. But yet, you and I, we know the truth, that there are limits on our ability to live a long life. That there is indeed such thing as universal truth, that there is one God, one creator, and one who saves us. And you and I today, we know that the Bible says, well, marriage, man, woman, blessed by God. That's a covenant, a showing of how God loves his own people, Now, we know in our day and age, Christians are being sued, that these worldly tribunals have awarded six-figure damages to those Christian bakers and florists and pizza shops that refuse to deny their religion by servicing things that are ungodly by God's word. You see, there are real costs for standing up for your faith, even in our land of the free. You know, politicians in this day and age have an easy time. They even criticize those who might work at a Christian school. In Canada, just to our north, hate speech legislation passed in April of 2019 has criminalized even the Bible's condemnation of anyone's sexual behavior. See, you and I, it would be far easier for us, wouldn't it, to keep quiet and keep your head down in these times. Jeremiah had that same experience. Because how does someone hold on to God's word in times like this? And the first step is to take Jeremiah's experience seriously. Because even though he felt like it, he didn't stop proclaiming God's truth. Today's reading quotes him. If I say I will not mention him or not speak anymore in his name, there is in my heart, as it were, a burning fire shut up in my bones, and I'm weary of holding it in, and I cannot. You see, God's word will come out, and it will not be held back. And it goes for you and I to the heart of our lives and our purpose. You see, God did not leave his people, his church here on earth, in order to fit in with everybody. He speaks a different word than what the world speaks. His word is a higher, ancient, eternal word that will always prove to be right. And it's right not only because it's true, because its purpose is to save the world from its folly. So we know that if you love your children, spouse, friends, parents, and even your enemies, you should want them to be able to hear and know the truth of Jesus. And the Lord loves his children. And that's why this word of Jeremiah has been proclaimed in every generation. You see, the Lord will not let his word die. He will not let it go unheard. He will not allow it to come to him or return back to him empty without accomplishing the purpose for which he sent it. Now, that means that, you know, no matter what, we're going to speak God's truth to the world around us. That doesn't mean that we're going to escape the wrath of those deceived or evil people. But like Jeremiah, we'll bear their scorn, knowing that vindication is at hand for us, because the Lord is with me as a dread warrior. Therefore, my persecutors will stumble. They will not overcome me. They will be greatly shamed, for they will not succeed. Their eternal dishonor will never be forgotten. So you and I, we err if we believe that we on earth are here for a comfortable and enjoyable life. That, my friends, is part of the promise of heaven, not of earth. Those who speak the Lord's word are in the battle for the life of the world. It's not really an option to keep our heads down and our eyes averted. As we can tell from all the talk these days about abortion, assisted suicide, euthanasia, you and I, we oppose an enemy obsessed with death and destruction. It's only when we understand, you and I, what's at stake, that the course of action is clear, that the way that we are to live becomes a living creed in our actions. Yes, we pray that our Father would deliver us from every evil of body and soul, property and honor, and finally at our last hour come that he would graciously deliver us from this veil of tears and take us to himself in heaven. You and I, we proclaim the blood of God which overcomes sin and death and the power of the devil. And those are things that we first do among ourselves, because you and I, we have been part of this evil world. We know its temptations. We know how easy it is to fall into that. You know, to say, I'm just going to be complacent, let the world go to hell in a handbasket because I know where I'm going. Well, God's love is greater than what we might imagine, He still cares for those in that basket. He still wants more to come to the knowledge of the truth. And so we continue to faithfully proclaim God's forgiveness, not only for ourselves, but for the world out there that still doesn't get it. Because that is what we're called to do. Jeremiah was called to proclaim and provide God's truth to a world that didn't understand it that couldn't deal with it because it, it was so much easier just to go along with what was happening. But you and I, you and I, we've been called to a purpose like Jeremiah's, to be salt to this world, to be light to this world, to be the ones that show clearly the difference between light and darkness, between good and evil. And so, you and I, we are a part of this family called the church, where there is forgiveness and peace that was given to us by Christ's death and resurrection. And that was given to us because of the Father's desire and love that we might be His tool to reach others. You and I, how wonderful it is, isn't it, to be a child of God, to be forgiven to be lifted up, to be in the Father's arms and cherished and cared for. So may you and I know that our place in heaven is there, but right now, there are things that the Lord would have us do here on earth. We need to speak the truth in love, but still the truth. That truth for some will be painful, but for others It will give them an understanding and lead them into the ways of salvation. So may you and I today be people who bear that word of God seriously. Because we know that this prophetic word of God from Jeremiah is made for us today as well. At the end of our section of scripture from Jeremiah, it says to sing to the Lord, to praise the Lord, For he has delivered the life of the needy. In other words, those who cannot save themselves from the hand of evildoers. So you and I trust in a God who's able to do that. Each of our needy lives, reclaimed, repurposed, forgiven. You and I, who were a part of this dark world, have been taken out of it and shown a new way and a new life not just because of some whim of a benevolent God, but by his desire, love, and purpose. He takes us just as we are, and he has his son's blood shed for us so that we can come in his word and see his life laid out for us. In a moment, we're going to sing that old hymn in from the Baptist hymnal, Just As I Am. Okay? But there are things in the Baptist hymnal that are definitely Lutheran. And there are things in the Lutheran hymnal that have a little Baptist flair. We share these truths because we share God's word. And so may you and I Understand how blessed we are to have been called out of darkness into God's marvelous light. Amen.